What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Victory Monday in Duval. Congratulations, Jaguars fans. The Jaguars went out and got a big divisional W in Week 2 over the Colts. The streak continues for the Jaguars, taking down the Colts every time they've played in Jacksonville since 2014. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, Jaguars, 24-0 over the Colts in Duval County. The fans brought it. We're going to go over some of my top takeaways from the Jaguars. First victory of the 2022 season. First victory of the Doug Peterson era in Jacksonville. It's really exciting stuff. Big-time performance by the Big Cats there. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube, and if you want to support the channel further, you can also check out genjag.com, buy some gear. we got hats, shirts, socks, all sorts of fun stuff there, and you can also become a channel member. There's links in the description below. So, let's get into my top takeaways from the Jaguars 24 to nothing blanking of the Colts. If you protect Trevor Lawrence like the Jaguars' offensive line did in this contest, this is what you're going to get. Yes, I'm aware that there was two potential interceptions that the Colts defenders dropped. I know. But you got a a performance from Trevor Lawrence, 25 of 30, 83% completions. Uh, When the Jaguars were throwing the football, the offense was giving Trevor Lawrence answers. This is an offense that is designed to give this young quarterback answers as long as he has time to deliver the football. And that's exactly what you saw in this one. 25 of 30 for Trevor Lawrence on the day. 235 yards, nothing crazy. But again, the Jaguars, it was 17-0 at halftime and the Colts never threatened. So you have two touchdowns, no interceptions. The Colts defenders were not able to haul those in. 121.5 quarterback rating for Trevor, um, 95 QBR. Everything you can look at from Trevor in this one was positive outside of those two uh, footballs that he kind of put into harm's way. Did not pay the price. He certainly can improve and will continue to improve in this offense. But this is the type of performance you can get from a Doug Peterson offense with Trevor Lawrence at the helm when the offensive line is right. And they were right in this one. And they showed a lot of improvement from week one to week two. Uh, Not the same opponent, certainly. The Washington Commanders' defensive front is a little bit more formidable, especially from a pass rush standpoint. But that doesn't matter. The Jaguars handled their business against DeForest Buckner, Yannick Ngakwe, Quiddy Pay. They did a really good job in pass protection. And uh, they're going to need to continue to do that under Doug Peterson. This is going to be a pass-first offense. I know they ran the ball more than they passed it yesterday, but that was dependent on the game script. The Jaguars jumped out to a 17-0 lead. They led this entire contest. Uh, When that happens, you're going to run the ball a little bit more. And... um, 
seeing 37 rushes for 96 yards. They weren't getting the job done on the ground all that often, although you did have that big James Robinson touchdown run early in the contest. But they were running the ball to move the clock, keep that clock rolling, and get out of the game with a victory. And that's exactly what they did, 24 to nothing. But I'm just very encouraged by what you saw from Cam Robinson, from Ben Barch, from Luke Fortner in pass protection, and the right side continued to do their thing just as they did in week one. So uh, big-time performance from the offensive line in the pass protection department. The Colts looked like they were geared up to stop the run. They did stop the run just as they did against the Texans, but they're, they're secondary. It's got to be worrisome if you're a Colts fan. Now looking back at the Jaguars, what one thing that they did in week one, that they did not do in week two. They did not beat themselves yesterday. They only had three penalties in this one. They did not have a lot of costly mistakes. There weren't too many drops. Uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't beat themselves. They were disciplined. There was not a ton of that pre-snap alignment stuff. There was not a lot of jumping off sides or false starts. Three penalties. That's what you want to see from a team that really needed to rebound in in the penalty department, in the mental discipline department. That's exactly what the Jaguars did. Christian Kirk. My goodness. This guy has 195 yards, two touchdowns, 12 catches in the first two games of his Jaguars career. He has been worth every penny and then some for this Jaguars offense because the way Doug Peterson is able to deploy Christian Kirk is incredibly varied. You've seen him take the top off the defense down the middle. You've seen him align in the backfield and catch passes out of the backfield. Saw him score a touchdown on that this week. You see him with the jet motion action. You see him on mesh concepts, on slants. He's getting open all over the place because he's a great route runner who has good speed and pacing and uh, his ability to change directions. And and again, like I said, run routes, crisp, precise routes. He has a lot of these little head nods and head fakes that can get defenders going in the wrong direction. He's using it all to perfection right now. He's been in his bag for the Jaguars and Doug Peterson has been in his bag scheming it up for Christian Kirk. $18 million, was anyone else going to pay that on the open market for Christian Kirk? No. Does that mean the Jaguars overpaid? That's up for you to decide, but I'll tell you what. I don't think any size contract would be too big for what you've seen from Christian Kirk over the first two games of his Jaguars career. Now, got to continue it. Got to keep being creative if you're Doug Peterson. Got to keep playing at a high level if you're Christian Kirk. But these first two games of the Christian Kirk experience and this offense have been awesome. Awesome to see. And you love to see it because there was so much criticism of of his contract all offseason. And you know he heard it. He was asked about it by reporters on multiple occasions. He's been worth every penny and he's proving all the naysayers wrong right now. And so is Doug Peterson and Trent Baalke for that matter. The way that, that Doug Peterson's able to use Christian Kirk and obviously Trent Baalke um, being willing to go out and spend as much as he did on him. Another player the Jaguars brought in this offseason, Evan Ingram. 
he was an excellent safety valve in this game. And that's not normally how you think of, oh, excuse me. <laughs> no, not normally how you think of Evan Ingram. So we've got things falling all over the place here. You think of Evan Ingram as kind of that guy who can spread you out, who you can use on the vertical shots down the field, big playmaker, volatile playmaker. But in this, he was just a consistent, steady tight end, right? Uh, a reliable check down target, seven catches for 46 yards, picked up multiple third down conversions, picked up multiple first downs. You really like what you've seen from Evan Ingram so far early in his Jaguars career. And Doug Peterson was just dialing it up for him um, on, on these short to intermediate routes throughout this game. He did a really good job, Evan Ingram did. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Jaguars' run defense. Looking at the run defense, it looks like it's pretty for real in this one, right? I mean, Jonathan Taylor averaged six yards a carry, but on only nine carries. They only ran the ball 13 times in this game. Uh, And he did have one 21-yard run that kind of skewed those numbers. Uh, But the Jaguars' run defense was stifling for most of this contest. They were not allowing the Colts to break tackles. They were swarming to the football. They were gap and assignment sound up front, which when you're not, that's when Jonathan Taylor can really roast you. Josh Allen talked about that. And uh, they they did the job. They did it really well. 13 carries for 54 yards for the Colts. Outside of the 121-yard scamper that that Jonathan Taylor had, you'd be looking at 12 carries for 33 yards for the Colts. They couldn't run the ball because of the game script because they got down. They tried to throw it, and that did not go well for Matt Ryan and company. The Jaguars pass rush was relentless it came to life but it was allowed to come to life because the run defense was getting the job done early because the passing game for the Jaguars was getting the job done they were moving the ball they were scoring points you eliminate the threat of Jonathan Taylor when you do all those things as I mentioned the pass rush came to life in this one Josh Allen led the way He got it going early and often, creating a lot of pressure, picked up two sacks, his second forced fumble of the season as well, forced a fumble last week on Curtis Samuel, picked up another one today in a strip sack of Matt Ryan. But you had Roy Robertson Harris, you had Adam Gatsis, oh Murray's trying to come hang out with us, say hi Murray, say hi to everyone. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, the pass rush. 
Roy Robertson Harris, Adam Gotsis got in there, Arden Key got in there, Trevon Walker was getting pressure as well, but Josh Allen led the way in this one, no, make no mistake about it. Really great performance for the pass rush who consistently pressuring Matt Ryan. And again, when you get your opponent in these situations where they're clear passing situations, they've got to come back. You can pin your ears back and get some sacks, right? Five sacks for the Jaguars in this one, and a lot more pressure than that. A lot of um, a lot of that pressure also helped with the turnovers. Talking about the secondary, Rayshon Jenkins played the game of his life. Four passes defended, an interception. And that was just a poor throw on the interception by Matt Ryan early in the game. You've got to put a little bit more zip on that against cover two. Put too much air under it. Rayshon Jenkins was in perfect position waiting for that to happen. He, uh, he went up. He caught the football. Gave it to his quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Gave it back to the offense. You love to see that. But it wasn't just Rayshon Jenkins who played better. Shaquille Griffin played much better in this game than he did last week. Much better performance for the veteran Shaq Griffin outside corner. Encouraging to see that, certainly. Andre Sisco got the first pick of his career. This guy was a ball hawk at Syracuse. He, he's shown the ball hawking ability in practice. He's shown it a little bit on, on the field during the regular season. Uh, last year, as soon as he got on the field, you saw some of it. But got his first opportunity late in this one to go get an interception. He, he did the rest. Took advantage of it. Got his feet down in bounds. And the rest was history. So three interceptions for the Jaguars and a forced fumble that they did not recover in this one. The Jaguars' defense is forcing turnovers, right? Forced a bunch last week, forced three this week. They're looking good. I will say, the run defense, I think there's very little question. It looks for real right now. The pass rush, the Colts' offensive line is not among the best in football right now in pass protection. Matt Ryan is not very fleet-footed, to say the least. So I think you want to see it more against some more quality opponents, higher caliber passing attacks than, than, than what the Colts have. And again, no Michael Pittman Jr. yesterday. No Alec Pierce. This offense was really, uh, was really just decimated by injuries at the wide receiver position. And when you're going up against a team that's not at full strength, Yes, you can celebrate this. You can celebrate how well you played, but you can't trick yourself into thinking you just went out and beat the Chargers with Justin Herbert or or the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes or anything like that. No. This was a depleted team, and you dominated them, and that's great, but not a perfect performance by any stretch. Devin Lloyd. Jaguars' second first-round pick of 2022. Unbelievable performance by him, both in coverage and in pursuit. You're just seeing his range, his instinct, his length. His length has been a big problem, both both in the passing game for opposing quarterbacks and receivers and uh, with his ability to have a huge tackle radius. And The length plays into that, so does the explosiveness. So really impressed by him getting three passes defended, picking up 
six tackles, getting his first interception of his career. Matt Ryan just gifted him one. And Foley Fatukasi got his hand on it. So uh, went right into the waiting hands of Devin Lloyd, and he eagerly took it back. Got a few yards on that return. I think one big takeaway here is the Jaguars will no longer regularly, weekly basis type stuff, be out-coached, out-schemed, and out-talented. They have that stuff here. And really, when you look back at week one, there's no reason they should have lost that game. They should have beaten the Commanders. There's no question about that in my mind. The Jaguars beat themselves in week one. Uh, I don't think you're going to see that all the time anymore. I think you're going to have quality coaching from Monday to Saturday and on Sunday. I think you're going to have a scheme that is coherent, that makes sense, that tries to take advantage of weaknesses that opponents are showing. And I just don't think you're going to really be out-talented on a weekly basis anymore. There's talent that fits the scheme on both sides of the ball right now. Again, still plenty to work on for the Jaguars. The pass rush needs to continue to improve. The secondary play needs to continue to improve. Trevor needs to continue to, to, to work to eliminate turnovers. The offensive line still got still to gotta get the job done here in pass protection. And you need to run the ball better than you did. I know the Colts were loading up to stop it, but but uh, 2.6 yards per carry ain't pretty on 37 carries. I'm not out here bashing what the Jaguars did yesterday. It was a masterful performance from coaching to, to play calling to execution. They did a fantastic job, and you should be proud of it. I just... Don't get ahead of yourselves here, Duval. One win. The Jaguars are in first place in the AFC South, and they will be heading into week three, regardless of what happens with the Titans this evening as they take on the Bills. Uh, the the tiebreaker for, for getting into the playoffs is your divisional record between the Jaguars and Titans. The Titans have not played a divisional game. The Jaguars are 1-0 in the division. So, they're atop the AFC South after week two. Very exciting stuff. That is going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Please hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. And if you want to support further, you can become a channel member. You can go check out genjag.com, get some new Duval gear. We've got links in the description below. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and have a great Monday, Duval.